0: Welcome to another episode of Comic Book Characters. Just wash your goddamn hands. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? That is true. Wash your goddamn hands. I'm your friendly neighborhood podcaster, Alfred. I'm Chris. Coronavirus gossipless. Oh no! Self quarantine. Oh, ladies and gents, uh, we hope that these sounds reach your ears in the safest way possible, that everyone is doing well and is enjoying their social distancing of 2020. We are definitely in unprecedented waters. Um, It's almost as if somebody gathered all of the Infinity Stones and snapped their fingers and were like... Make the world difficult for everybody. And you know, it's rough. But it wasn't already? I, right? Like geez. What is twenty twenty bit? How are we we're not even in April yet? This is It's almost this, like we
1: need a third person on the podcast We some need some stuff.
0: reinforcements. Cap on your left. On our left, we have Mr Thing Sauce himself. Alex uh-huh. Basquez.
2: That's my legacy, the thing sauce, really. Yeah, man.
0: <laughs> hey dude, you're the only person I personally know that ate a thing burger and chowed down on that thing sauce. So, be proud.
2: Man, that was the only good thing to come out of that fantastic for movie. That is that's
0: uh, that's not even a hot take. That's like a that's like a gazpacho take. It's like normal. It's, like, it's cold, but it's normal. It's like What's widely considered the thing. Um, so everyone out there, we're gonna. We wanted to do something a little different with this episode. We do have a few news uh, blurbs to go through, and we'll definitely touch on those. But we're gonna we're gonna back end this episode uh, with some social distancing, self quarantine style um, guides, if you will. Some discussion about things that you could read or watch. I've um, also had previous. Um, guests on the show, uh, we contacted, reached out to, and they gave us some recommendations, maybe some stuff you haven't heard of, some stuff you definitely have, uh, but maybe hadn't thought about, some different ways for us to pass the time, um, as a lot of us are going to be very, uh, isolated for the next few weeks. So let's, with all that being said, let's go ahead and jump on in, and the show note here is just Idris Elba, No. Unfortunately, this coronavirus-themed episode does start off with Heimdall not being able to see everything. It seems. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. Where was Quicksilver? Uh, Jesus, he's got—he's confirmed <sighs> that he's got coronavirus. So wait, he...
2: what, wasn't wasn't Heimdall one of the only characters who actually stayed dead after Infinity War? So yeah. I mean, technically, you know, Idris Elba's already served his purpose. So, you know.
0: oh whoa, <laughs> what <Wow>. Jesus?
2: Hot <laughs> take. Wow, that's a, little, that's a little caustic. I mean, the lady still love him. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so I guess Alex is a no on the should Elba be the new James Bond? I mean, that's you can't do it if he's dead, right? So,
1: <laughs> or yeah. no chance whatsoever for Elba, Idris Elba, to come back as a bishop, maybe.
2: Oh and man, he, that'd be some—that's that, an inspired casting. He'd be see, a damn good bishop, uh,
0: but yeah, unfortunately, he does—he's confirmed that he has the coronavirus. He seems—I think you I believe—I read that he was asymptomatic, so that he doesn't—he's not um, displaying any of the actual symptoms of the sickness. Uh, that being said, man, like you know, we talked about before—we're all basketball fans. You know, uh, Alex, you and I are in a fancy basketball league and we kind of talked about that night where rudy gobert it came out that rudy gobert was uh infected and how that was kind of the night where everyone sort of got straight in their chairs and started paying attention
2: that was Uh, the dominant
0: yeah it was that nba season getting postponed and then the tom hanks thing right so, and here we are. Here we are doing this show, all three of us, remotely. Oh, that that does remind me, listeners. Um, so, you know, we are doing this remotely. There may be some audio quality issues throughout the episode. We do apologize. I'll, I will definitely do my best to try to clean that up in post. But just bear with us, and, and we appreciate it. Uh, it's just a thing that's, that's happening right now. So, it's just what we're going to do. Um, any, any thoughts on... Onidu Selba, uh, did you think he was going to be the first MCU character to, to get the virus? Oh, Alex, what were your thoughts? Do you think he was going to be the first? If not, who'd you think?
2: I mean, I, I've barely had time to process it. You know, uh, I did get like three simultaneous text messages when it happened. Uh, <laughs> so,
0: Nerd cred confirmed, man. Like,. <laughs>
2: It's it's definitely one of those things that uh you know I mean Tom Hanks you know that was he's a national treasure but man uh, Elba he I mean he he's he's it with the ladies and they uh they don't want to lose him I mean the only thing I could think that would be worse for the gals would be if like Jason Momoa oh, came down no. <laughs> oh, a, no. God, God God form a circle around Jason Momoa right now yeah, <laughs> some, Please knock
0: on some wood over there I mean good I didn't it's even think here. about that as a possibility and now it's, oh no Oh man, it's gonna be a I don't know.
2: But I mean he's a strong him. he's a strong viral guy. I mean viral viral I mean, he he's he'll he'll be okay.
0: He's I mean, both, he's no. both
2: viral and viral, yeah. <laughs> viral and viral. Um I mean man, it'd be nice if he could uh you know just call it that rainbow road and do some real distancing. Uh
0: <laughs> <laughs> man, it's good stuff. Ooh, all right,
2: uh, Chris. Did, all right, did, get, get well, get well, Idris Elba. We we all love you.
0: Oh yes, most certainly. I think I mean we are being you know we're trying to lighten the mood here, but yes, of course. Uh, we definitely want him on the mend, and hopefully we can get a vaccine going as well. That would be great. Uh, Chris, if you had to put money on a different MCU mm. character, this is like the most interest game coronavirus. First, uh huh. Who would you pick? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I got it. O- okay, who you got?
1: Easy, Tom Holland.
3: <laughs>
1: Why are you trying to rot- wipe my boy? What's that? Why? It, he he just finished. You got to figure he finished that uh magical movie whatever it was with Chris Pratt that onward. Yeah, know, that was, yeah, that one. Um, so he might be doing some initial press, maybe. So he might be traveling oh, around.
0: Oh no! Yeah, you're right. Ah, oh, what yeah. a pragmatic, logical answer! I don't like it, but you're probably not wrong. I just want to—I just want to hear him say, "Mr. Feige, I, I don't feel so good." Oh my God! Don't—why are you doing? Don't do this to me. <laughs> I'm legitimately feeling things right now. This is not great. I don't want it.
2: <laughs> so um, just not like feeling microphones like Rudy Gobert and Tom Holland. Uh, you know, hopefully, wasn't doing that either on his <laughs> press junket. So.
0: Yeah, I don't know. He's pretty goofy, though. I mean, he'll do stuff. You know what I mean? Like he—he's pretty interactive. He's pretty lively in those press junkets. So ah, I don't know. God, damn it, Chris! <laughs> yeah. Now no, I'm just gonna be thinking about that the whole episode, and for the rest of the day for sure. Support- I was—I <laughs> was gonna say mantis. <laughs> okay. Just, yeah. No. Just, just to come back at me now. No, I mean, just, I don't know. I mean, she, you know, okay, and it's not, it's not like a racial thing. It's, it's, uh... Wow, I, okay, I didn't see
2: that coming at all. Okay,
0: are you Quicksilver? You didn't see that coming? Uh, no, the reason I was going to pick Mantis was she got hit by that, like, meteor. She didn't see it coming. And then Drax had to be like, watch out, after the fact. Okay. And so I just felt like, okay, well, maybe maybe she wouldn't see it coming. That's <laughs> my thing. Wow. But, okay, let, let's let's move on. Um,
2: i get to throw everything... in my, my choice yeah. there. Uh, I, I think uh, Thanos, you know, uh, a.k.a. Josh Brolin, just because it is inevitable.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs>
2: That's good. Okay, now we now can move Okay, that's <laughs> I'm never gonna be invited back on this. This is but this will be my last guest spot ever in this. I mean podcast. until
0: until they make a like a like a power pack movie that's got a Denny's tie in and then we can bring it back. After that. What was that what was that one like horse guy that you were all about for like a year?
2: Kofi Whitemane? I mean I named oh, my Jesus fantasy Christ. team after him. It was so <laughs> so annoying. Yeah, but, it was yeah, annoying. He- like a ho- horse guy, I don't even know why. Why is a horse guy hanging around with a bunch of little kids? Like that's, that's just messed up.
0: Yeah, it's like a, it's like a predates BoJack Horseman scenario, and it's, mm. I mean, you don't want to be either of those people, those characters. All right, mo- moving on. Everything has been pushed back. Uh, we don't know when anything's going to come out anymore. There's stuff that has finished filming, uh, but like, are they going to be able to work on it in post production? Who knows. Will Black Widow come out? Uh, no. If okay. So so. If you're Disney, and nobody's like, literally, Alamo Draft House is closed down. You, they're they're closed, and I'm pretty sure most theater chains throughout the country are going to be uh, following suit. If you're Disney, and you have all the money in the world, and it kind of doesn't really matter, do you use this as an opportunity to debut Black Widow for free on Disney Plus without any free trials? Like, you, you wipe the free trial possibility off the table. But if people subscribe, they will get the world premiere of Black Widow. Is that a move they make? Uh, Chris, I'll go to you first. Hmm. Uh,
1: I think for free kind of scared me off initially. I don't know why. Maybe it's the latent capitalism in in me. Uh, But (laughs) there's no money in that. And free? Uh, Yeah, I I could see something like that, right? I mean... Well, it's it's free, but, like, they got to pay for the subscription. I I was going to say, pay for a subscription and then, like, pay $7 or whatever on top of that to get the premiere access to the... The Black Widow for eight hours or whatever.
0: Yeah, uh, I think it's usually been twenty-four to forty-eight. But yeah, eight hours. This time. <laughs> wow, they're really clamping it down. Um, all right, so like Alex, before I get your your take on the, on what you think would happen, what do you think about Chris's idea? Um, let's say you pay, you have to pay for the service, but then you pay like a like a smaller fee, eight to ten dollars, and you have a small window to watch it. Would you Would you be down for that?
2: I think if this was a normal uh, Disney production, something they had invested you know 50, 60 million cause they, they, all of Disney's films lately have been tent poles. I mean last year they had like eight of the top 10 highest grossing movies yeah. in a year where 90% of the box office just went to them basically.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, they would probably be more I think it would be more advisable for them to just push Black Widow back into the summer. Because um, the, the entire film slate for the upcoming, you know, summer slate basically is going to be jumbled now because you got to find room to put in movies that have already been uh, moved, uh, yeah. like Quiet Quiet Place 2 and stuff. But without getting too far into that, I, I don't think that Disney Plus – Disney Plus has already gotten a boon right out of the gate. I mean the Baby Yoda thing, you know, got people who hadn't seen Star Wars in 10 years. To pay seven bucks for the access to all these films and shows, original programming, and yeah, you've got a million people, you know, right out of the day, the first day. But then they've also kind of taken uh, this the what's going on right now with the coronavirus into into advisement by moving Frozen Two up three yeah. months before it was supposed to premiere. So you've already got every mom and dad in the, in the country right now has already ordered Disney plus a production like black widow that probably has 150 million uh, behind it before you even get into advertising and stuff. Right, I think it? it just, it just be better for them to hold it off till later.
0: Mm. Yeah. Actually you're probably right. That's probably what they're going to do. I mean, they kind of already have done that with uh, fast and the furious and some other of those like in you know, a larger films. Uh, I mean, I mean, fuck us though right because like what, you know what are we gonna talk about? But uh, I, I was really looking forward to that movie. Uh, I guess maybe my idea was born a little bit out of like just my desire to have access to the film. but yeah, I think you're right, Alex that it is probably most likely either gonna be pushed back to the summer or I mean hell, maybe even the next year. The thing the, you know the problem that Disney's gonna have, yeah, and and you know this is kind of like I guess the flip co- the f- flip side of that coin for Kevin Feige is you know they plan all these Marvel films so far in advance and kind of how it how their story's gonna go and connect. Like a machine. Was that? Like a machine. Like a machine, like a like a Sasa Vujicic, and wow. you, you know, but if you move Black Widow, like how far can you move it before it bumps into other things? Mm. And, and they uniquely have that problem whereas like a Fast and Furious as big as a franchise that is, they can kind of move that movie wherever because there isn't three other movies that are going to connect to it coming out within you a know, certain amount of time in succession
1: the other thing that's kind of compounding that issue is that mm-hmm. WandaVision and Winter Soldier and Falcon have also shut down production, right?
3: Yeah. so yeah.
1: it's not that in the pipeline either <laughs> Wait, uh, I guess there's I mean, there's, there's the added problem of like when do you and start production again. When is that uh, product that we can access? Because it was yeah. going to be this year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, who knows now? So the, o- the,
0: only
1: other,
2: the only other major Marvel movie like scheduled for this year, uh, from as far as Disney and the MCU, is Eternals. If I believe that's that's the only other one this year, at least. I believe um, that's correct. Yeah. So I mean, you could ideally push Black Widow to like midsummer when hopefully the world's back to normal. And it'll still have a few months, you know, to kind of get everybody back in their seats, and then all this comes, you know, everyone will be caught up, and there won't be any breaking continuity. Yeah, yeah. And but not then, only that, but then again, is because black isn't Black Widow a prequel anyway? <laughs> like, doesn't it? That's true. Take but away?
0: that is true, and and maybe Black Widow is uniquely positioned that way, so it's not going to be a problem. We don't know though. Like, we don't <laughs> know what twists or turns that movie's going to ultimately uh, throw at us.
2: Are you, are you saying that he created the coronavirus as a promotional gimmick for Black Widow? Because that, that's that's pretty heavy No, I'm
0: not. I'm not saying that because one of the main reasons that Winter Soldier, and, and I know you're trying to put me on the spot, Winter Soldier and, and, and Falcon got delayed was because they had to rewrite the first two episodes because they're centered around a global pandemic biological
2: weapon. Which, um, to be fair, to be fair if any studio could pull that off it would be this
0: yeah i kind of i like i mean i guess yes uh jesus said really insensitive obviously it's unfortunate that people are dying from this virus but there's something to be said that you're allowed to in art in film in tv and in books to speak to the time that you live in you know um that being said, they obviously wrote these episodes before any of this. So, you know, who knows what the message, the messaging, right? The optics of those episodes was going to be ultimately they decided to scrap it. One last thing on, on those, on one division in, in captain, uh, what is it? Falcon winter soldier is that those, if you remember, Chris, those got bumped up. They had originally had later release dates and then everyone was excited because they got moved up. Well, they could just move them back, right? I mean, that's they could just move them back to wherever they originally were supposed to come out. One exactly. division would come the out can bump
1: year. up, that would happen to them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, so oh, a nice segue, though. Um, Mandalorian 2 did finish pre- uh, principal photography. It's in the can. It's, like, ready to be worked on. Will we see? Here's my question. Will we see Mandalorian two season two this year, uh, Alex? What do you think?
2: Uh, I mean, the way everything's going right now. Uh, I mean, I, okay, first off, I don't know what the original uh, scheduled air date was for Mandalorian two. Late, like if they had
0: late, uh, late fall.
2: Okay, um, I think yeah, I, I think it's still. Uh, let me put it this way: Disney missed out on probably. Three or four hundred million dollars in Baby Yoda merch, because they uh, kept everything under uh, wraps, you know, while the show was uh, airing for the first time. And uh, this was supposed to be the, you know, the year of Baby Yoda. You know, this was going to be the Tickle Me Elmo year. And uh, I mean, I still see people who are at home, you know, getting excited about all the stuff coming out this year. So Disney knows that, uh, you know, people are home. They know people are watching. I think they uh, don't want to uh, lose their Cash cow, especially in a year where all the studios are going to be taking losses. So right. yeah, I think I think Mandalorian two uh, still happens, and uh, people are we get to go through the real crisis of two thousand twenty, which is everybody fighting over the animatronic Yoda as a target.
0: All right, I <laughs> pre-ordered my Big boy toy store, whatever that hell that store is called. It's not a sponsor of the show, so I don't care if I got it wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, and also i want to make a self-correction here it's going to be coming out early winter 2020 it was the release date um chris what do your what do you think mandalorian season two
1: yeah i mean especially since we got that kind of cool peek behind the scenes how they do it right it's all like on yeah. that crazy led sound stage where they like uh front project all the locations
0: yeah shouts to uh mr sunday movies youtube channel by the way they they did a an episode on on that and it it is really cool they, they very kind of briefly go into how they do this show i yeah, Chris, yeah it's, so, it's so continue. next
1: level it's so next level that they pretty much they don't have to stop production of it because uh if they have principle done then that's that's the actors that's the yeah. actors in the lighting setup that's, that's all they needed right i mean after yeah. that it's just messing around in the unreal engine and then, like populating the set however you want and yeah i I think hopefully i mean i i don't know how their workflow is but i'm sure that it's all digital and right they can uh just work remotely if they need to yeah Yeah. i
0: was gonna say it's it's digital post-production it's it's honestly one of the easiest jobs to convert into a remote work situation not hard like podcasting or anything like uh (laughs) Uh, yeah, I agree with both of you guys. I think I think ultimately it, it, we will see it before the end of the year. And honestly, um, you know, as everybody's banding together right now, and f- you know, for the most part, most of the population is doing everything we can to, to try to help the situation not get worse. You know, obviously, it is going to be taking its toll on some people mentally, emotionally. Uh, it'll be nice to have something like Baby Yoda on the back end of twenty twenty. Uh, to to maybe kind of lift everyone's spirits and hopefully uh, kind of like a little light at the end of the tunnel. Oh boy! <laughs> all right, uh, let's jump in real quick. It's just a one time one not one time one item situation here, but let's let's jump quickly into uh, the casting corner.
1: Oh baby, are you all alone in your home?
0: Welcome to Casting
1: Corner.
0: <laughs> hey, someone might want to check on that old man there in the corner in the booth. Like, he's been immune compromised, right? Like, we need to... Should we just stay away from him? I, what is the... What are we doing here?
3: I don't... He, you will...
0: Okay, I mean, he should... Should Should he even leave at this point? We should just leave him there, right? Like, he's safest here? Is that... I More mean, coffee. You... <laughs> Sir, uh d- do you do you think you're going to get the coronavirus?
1: No. I don't think I will.
0: Okay. Well, that's optimistic, I think, but we'll <sighs> pull in for him. Wow. Uh yeah, man. I we will just leave him there. Just leave him there. Uh a a, a speaking of you know, earlier we're talking about viral and, and virile. uh just it just viral in this such in this scenario. Mr. Keanu Reeves. Mr. Mr. John Wick. I saw a meme, something that was like, it was like, coronavirus infects John Wick's dog. Uh oh. And, yeah, <laughs> and then it was just, it was oh. just of Reeves with a bunch of guns. Like getting ready to shoot the coronavirus, I guess. That's. <laughs> that's um yeah i'm okay with it like i mean we're all trying to find the last but anyway in this casting it's corner like, it looks just,
2: like he yeah. just dropped the the plot for john wick four by the way there you go <laughs> chris remind <laughs> me
0: you know what uh chris you know what we should be working on actually and so, and uh, i know we, we worked on a like read watch list for the listeners mm-hmm. but for you and for you and me you and i uh, we should be working on that Marley and Me 3 script. Like, not it, even the sequel, but the sequel to the sequel. Is not is there not a Marley and Me 2? I think there is. Is there? I, think probably, there? I think it was... It's probably in a bin at Walmart
2: right now for five years. Yeah, yeah, days. I think it was
0: like a direct-to-video thing. But... Well, I don't want to talk about it on air, honestly, because it, I really do think it is a good idea. Yep. I do not want people stealing this, but we'll we'll talk off air. Yep. Uh, Keanu Reeves <laughs> in talks to reprise his role as Constantine. Highly, highly underrated um, DC movie that came out, like, I think in the early 2000s. And... Yeah. Um, what do you what do you feel about this, Chris? Would you like to see Keanu come back as Constantine? Yeah, yeah, hell yeah! I, I thought that
1: movie was actually pretty good. I liked the, I liked, yeah. uh, liked everything. I know that he wasn't the ideal casting, I guess, for some comic book fans, but um, I kind of came into it pretty much blind, and I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I'm I'm am just thinking
0: back to the devil though. Maybe I just liked him. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember that actor's name, but like legitimately, my favorite portrayal of the devil, like cinematically. Yeah, in yeah, that white suit, but he's like dripping tar or something. Yep, so good. I I wish I knew that guy's name right now. I don't know it, uh, Chris. If you want to look yeah, it up. Feel he's
1: the yeah, Volkswagen guy too. He was like in those all those like early two thousands Volkswagen commercials. Like, oh snap, yeah. that guy.
0: Yeah, that guy. Uh, Alex, what do you what do you think about? canon reeves possibly coming back as constantine
2: i mean uh the original constantine movie um you know everyone i remember how upset people were with the casting choice because you know you think john constantine and uh you know trench coat redhead you know smoking and you know then you take (laughs) and he's basically neo and it's like ah whatever will canon reeves do anything but i mean he did a decent portrayal and uh Man, dude, uh, I'm, I'm. I mean, I'd be down to see another Constantine movie with him. Uh, but man, they, they got to bring back Gavin Rosdale because I mean, you know, he, he <laughs> probably needs the money. he probably needs the money right now. So.
0: That's right. He <laughs> was in that movie. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. That's really good. Um. All right. Well, I I think that's where we all stand. I I, I think. Uh, I kind of hope this happens again. We need more good things in the world after everything we're going through right now. So and, let's and hope, Keanu let's hope.
2: is definitely a good thing. So put Keanu in everything. In fact, put Keanu in a Marley and Me three. You know, just have him be the protector of Marley. And uh, it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's that was uh, yeah that was yeah, yeah yeah dude. Oh, wait, just, did I just blow your million dollar idea? Tru-
0: nope. <laughs> trust me. DM it's, it's, DM TM TM.
2: Man, I'm never coming back on this show.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, but with that note, we will be leaving Cassie Corner Punch and Pie for next time. Uh, hopefully, the it'll still be open. I mean, who knows? Oh, who knows what restaurants and bars will be open next time we do an episode? That was almost. Um, like Who knows what evil lurks? In, <laughs> in this. Oh yeah, the shadow knows. Tip in my hand. Is that something I'm going to talk about later? Mm, maybe, cool. maybe. 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 Uh, Okay, actually, here's a good here's a good segue. So it's the shadow, right? Well, let's talk about a uh, a character that may have uh, may have been inspired in part by the shadow. Talk about Batman. Love Batman. The Batman with Robert Pattinson. Mm. We got we got our first look at the Batmobile, and I gotta say, it looks kind of like a, like a pretty cool looking sports car. From maybe like the '60s, it's kind of it seems to be inspired, uh, design-wise. Uh, maybe like a Le Mans kind of car from the, like from like '66 or something. Hmm. Um, what do you guys think, Alex? Let's go with you first. What do you think about uh, the new Batmobile? I mean, we can't we can't really really see it. You see,
2: through yeah, the it, shadow, it's, but it's basically a, a grainy uh, picture of a Bigfoot at this point. Um, but <laughs> You know, I mean, it's here's the thing, dude. Batman is ingrained in our DNA, uh, at least our generation. I'm assuming that the uh, the younger kids are uh, fill it too. Um, look, everyone was flipping out when Robert Pattinson got cast as Batman because oh, I'm not going to go see Twilight and Sparkle Bats, and I don't care what the Batmobile looks like. It's drip. you know what? No, no, that's not going to happen. When when the movie opens, we will all be there. We will all geek out over whatever that shadowy, dark shape is that looks like a, you know, it's, you know, bad. I mean, unless Batman's driving around like, you know, a yellow, you know, uh, Volkswagen Beetle, I mean, we're everyone's going to be okay with whatever it is. Cause it's always the same thing. It's some variation of black with wheels, and that's okay because it's Batman.
1: Yeah, totally fine. Chris, thoughts? I-, I totally agree. It's, yeah, it looks sort of, I'm trying to figure out if it's like, it's like a Shelby Mustang in the front, but it also has yeah. the in the back, which is definitely yeah. like a custom job. But then it has like the, the vents for, on the hood implying there's an engine underneath it that needs more air. So I have no idea what's
0: going on with this design, but it is pretty <laughs> fucking sleek. There's a lot going on. Also, I mean, I feel like we're going to do, and it's fine, it's a comic movie, a lot of sus- uh, suspension of disbelief because, like, I feel if you mechanically made that car, it would explode. <laughs> Like I just I suspect that whatever that car is going to be able to do, that if you tried to do it all at the same time, the the car would just explode. I don't I don't think it would work out mechanically. Bigger question: Do you think it's practical? Do you think it's a car? I think it's yes. I think it's practical in the sense that it is a working automobile. But I have a feeling that they're gonna do some stuff in post. Uh, Maybe with in terms of like a like a jet engine kind of thing uh where that wouldn't be practical but how cool would it be if they did like a Mad Max interceptor type of situation okay that
3: cool.
0: right okay that I just thought of that right now but I'd, I'd be totally down for something like that um well again more cool things to look forward to uh hopefully we'll get there <laughs> uh man it's just it's such a weird time right now but yeah we've got we've got ladies and. And gents, we've got some really cool things to look forward to uh, throughout the year and into future years. So let's all just hang in. It's gonna be tough for a little while, but we'll get through it. We will get through it. It's like we're all we're all the Avengers at the end of uh, Endgame. We're all just coming out of those portals, those social distancing portals. Wow. We're we're gonna get through this. Um, with that note, we are going to do a totally new thing. We've never done it on this show. We actually have been wanting to do something like this for, for quite a while. And I thought it would be fun to try to do it on this episode. Hopefully it works out. We'll see. Um, Chris, do you have any kind of, like, uh, like a game music or, uh, what do you yeah, got there? You got that? Yeah, yeah, I got, a uh, I got something called
1: Comic Crossover. Forgot what that is completely. I have the one that's called Rock Off. I think you know which one that is. And I yeah. have, like, uh, the Renner stuff. I can hit you with one of those.
0: Hey, man, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's baller's choice, man. You do, I... you do what you do.
3: Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling, toss salads and scrambled eggs. <laughs>
2: Is that the all tone we're right. trying to set
0: with this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bar is not high, guys. Just listeners, like, we're, we're having fun with this. Don't take it too seriously. Uh, like I said, we're all basketball fans. We've played fantasy basketball. Unfortunately, there is no NBA right now, there's not really any sports right now. Um,. And one of the best things about fantasy sports is the draft, okay? It's when you get to put together a team and, and you spend time evaluating and hoping that certain, character, uh, certain players fall to you, things like that. So we're going to mimic that here on the show today with our Social Distancing 2020 draft.
3: Yeah.
0: Okay, and the way this is going to work... And I meant to pull this up and I totally did not pull it up. so give me just a second here man
3: professional
0: so professional Where is my there it is. okay we have multiple categories and we're all gonna be select making selections in each category. Uh, we did a randomization. For each category, in terms of who picks first, second, and third, the categories are, and this is this is again this is in a way legitimate in the sense that it is centered around this idea of social distancing and kind of being to yourself, maybe being at home, um, but it does have a comic tinge angle to it. The first category, I'll actually I'll name all five categories. The first category is non-perishable food, mm. right? So it's just a very practical thing. What's the one perishable food that you have to have while you are indoors and enjoying uh, music or movies or reading a book or a comic or what have you? So that's the first category. Second category is movie franchise, but this is specifically a comic movie franchise. And uh, for this, for the purposes of this draft, uh, you can't just say MCU, okay, that, I mean everyone would pick that first, I think. Um, but you can pick like Iron Man, okay? or you can pick, mm. you know, Guardians of the Galaxy. You can pick a franchise within the greater MCU umbrella. Or you can do a DC thing or you can do uh, you can do anything. You can do whatever you want. Just has to be comic related. The next category is soundtrack. Again, this is comic related. So any comic book movie, soundtrack or score, you can pick that here. The fourth category is graphic novel. It just is what it says it is. It can be any graphic novel, or if you want to do like a trade paperback, let's say you love Preacher, you can pick it, you can pick Preacher, but you have to pick a specific trade. Can't just be the whole series. Mm. Uh, Last category, okay? Possibly, I would argue, probably the most important category. (laughs) toilet paper category
2: this is gonna this is gonna trigger, trigger some of your listeners man i mean there's people i mean, out there that have got to use a water hose right now so you know okay
0: yeah also just hot tip hot tip everyone you can use in a pinch oh. you can use kleenexes Uh-oh. facial Uh-oh. tissue Okay? There's still a lot of facial tissue out there at the Target and CVS and Walgreens and Walmart and everywhere else. There's plenty of facial tissue. (laughs) Start. Don't hoard it! Don't you fucking hoard it! But, go and get some facial tissue boxes. Just in case. Just in case. Uh, So that's our last category is toilet paper and let's see, with the first pick in the first category, non-perishable foods. Alex, Yes. You're on the clock, Chris. If you want to do the thing, the the cool little thing that you got.
2: Yeah. Oh, oh wow, that was that was pretty uh, pretty legit. Uh, with my uh, first pick in the uh, 2020 social distancing draft, non-perishable food item. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Wolf Brand chili. Uh, oh my
0: god, I legitimately had that on my board. Not even joking. <laughs>
2: canned, it's meat, it's delicious, you can utilize it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you know, I mean, it's it's a go-to. Yeah, so... uh, No
0: um, argument here, man, that literally was on my board. Was not my first choice, but, yeah, on my board.
2: Alright, cool, I'm I'm curious to hear your picks.
0: Okay, Uh, so I have the second pick in the first category, Non-Perishable Foods, Uh, and... Uh, So, I guess, Chris, if you want to... Are you locked in or not? I'm locked in. I got it. (laughs) (laughs) With the second pick in the non-perishable foods category, I select... Oh, man, I feel like Alex is going to make fun of me. I select rice. Because with rice, it's so versatile. You can do steamed rice. You can Mm -hmm. make like Mexican rice, you can get brown rice. You can make, uh, what's that, what's that buzz malty rice or whatever that rice is called. It's delicious. You can throw a little spice on it. Buzz Lightyear rice. Yeah. Buzz Lightyear rice. That's, that's what it's called. Um, very filling. Uh, it is filled with carbs. So I'll give you that. Um, but very filling and, uh, one of the reasons why I ultimately didn't have chili as my number one pick is that I feel like if you eat too much chili, you're gonna need the toilet paper, and you might run. Mm. <laughs> rice, I feel, doesn't present.
2: The other that the problem. other great thing is uh, rice also originates in China, you know. So you know our, our our president would be a well. I'm gonna stay away from the political stuff, but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get get the get the one food that's most identified with the country where the coronavirus started. Hey man, maybe <laughs> nobody's getting that rice. That rice is
0: going to be plentiful. I'll have lots of it. All right. I like and that Pittsburgh so, joke. That uh, rice is
1: great because when you want to eat a thousand of something, you can. That's <laughs> <laughs>
0: good. Say rice. Great selection. I'm really happy with my pick. All right, Chris.
1: Hey, yeah, I'm. Uh, I've been locked in uh, ever since I saw the the category come up. So yeah. the last pick of the non-perishable food item uh, round in the Social distancing Drafts of 2020. Chris picks honey. Oh, man. What a great pick. I'm picking a substance that will accentuate anything else you eat. Just put a little bit of honey on it. You're eating an apple? Put some honey on it. You're eating uh, maybe just Melba toast because there ain't shit else you got in in your pantry? Put a little bit of honey on it.
2: Whatever you want, player. What a solid man. pick and and honey never goes bad like you can have honey
0: and it's my guy and if you get coronavirus and you get a sore throat honey helps Mm-mm. just just that's honey pretty- in warm water with a, like maybe a little bit of lemon or even if you don't have lemon it, it's still useful and help
2: man it is like true. that's so i very very helpful to any listeners out there who are like man i didn't know that i could eat a thousand of something and oh yeah i can it's right
1: it put a little bit of honey on that too,
0: Oh, man. Yeah, a little bit of honey rice. I've never had it, but I'm not. I'm not against it. Uh, yeah, listeners. I mean, hell, man. If we help some people smash with this, that's going to be amazing. Um,
2: tomorrow, tomorrow, um, everyone's going to be hoarding Wolf Brand chili rice and honey. But happened? Happened? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? What,
0: what? Where do these idiots and San Antonio talk about? Um, I would honestly say, I think Chris got the steal
2: of the round here. Mm. Definitely a solid choice. I, I would definitely say honey. Honey's, a, honey's a good one. Very
0: outside the box pick, but so good because like you're right. He accentuates everything. Okay, well, let's move on to the next category, and that's movie franchise. So wait, 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 Chris, I, I, you after that one? Hold on. Oh, you has got one. Okay, okay.
3: They call me Cuban Pete. I'm the king of the rum papi. When
0: I play the ball. <laughs> That's enough of that. does Chris, you have the first pick in this category. Are you locked yeah. in? Yeah, I am. This is like having the, like, oh, man, Jordan's on the board still somehow? All right. Yeah, th- having, this is having the first pick in, like, the Tim Duncan draft, the Shaq draft, the, the the Jordan draft. This is like, this is not the Mike Miller draft, you know? Yeah, no, it's got to be the Avengers. Oh,
2: fuck. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I was cheating,
1: yeah, I'm gaining them
2: all, but uh, that was, that was, that was more was of a no brainer than the honey pick. I mean, that, that's just that's <laughs> a song.
0: I mean, no, you get so you get Avengers, you get Age of Ultron, you get Infinity War and Endgame. Yep. That is. Yeah, you get the yeah, you get the great moment in Age of Ultron where they're all drinking and having a
1: good time, trying to lift the hammer, right? And then you don't yeah. gotta watch the rest of it. And then, uh, <laughs> and then you got fucking Infinity War and Endgame. And then Josh yeah. Whedon, you can't remember how great he was in the MCU's first phase.
0: Yeah. That, man, Yeah, of course. I mean, I obviously I think you picked the right thing. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna fuck around and say Thor. I mean, it's, that, that's not, it's
2: that's that bad not bad either. A bad choice. Avengers
0: know. though, it's like it's like picking Jordan. I mean it's just yeah. Yeah, okay, well, it looks like uh, I have I think this... At least I didn't Barkley it. At least I didn't pick Allen Iverson over for Jordan here. That's right, I remember. Man, Charles is awesome stuff, man. He's... By the way, Charles and EJ have their own podcast called The Steam Room. And uh, I know it's not like comic-related, but if people are out there looking for other podcasts to listen to after you listen to ours and you like basketball, uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty interesting how they balance each other out. I have the second pick... In this category. Uh, obviously Avengers was my number one on the board. Uh I think I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Ah oh, man, this is so hard. And I think this is gonna shock some people. Uh-oh. I'll tell you what I almost picked. Oh, you almost I'll tell you picked, what
2: you almost picked Spider-Man.
0: I oh, with my heart. I wanted to pick what? Tom Holland, Tom Holland Spider Man. Uh oh, because if it was just Spider Man, and I got like the Raimi and the Tom Holland and the the Emma Stone Spider Man and Spider Verse, if I got all of those things together, I would pick that. That's but that's not how this works. I really almost picked Tom Holland Spider Man. Ultimately, oh, I decided. What did you do? Captain America. Critics. You get you get Winter Soldier, just a fucking boss of a movie. And then you get Civil War. First appearance of Spider Man. Still in it. Um so ultimately that's where I went. It was a tough choice between those two for me. Um but I'm happy. I'm happy with Captain America franchise as my pick, second pick of the movie franchise draft. Uh, Alex, you have the third pick in this category. Are you locked in? Uh,
2: I am I, I am locked in and I think my, and uh, I,
3: think,
2: I, I think my choice is going to be a little uh, unorthodox
3: mm. in
2: that uh, there's a lot of peaks and valleys in the franchise I am picking. But there's also a lot of movies and a I lot of see. entertainment. Um, I'm going to go with the, uh, the entire, uh, Fox X-Men franchise. Uh, oh, it's, it's basically 13 movies at this point, And they're all like in some roundabout way tied together. I mean, even the Deadpool movies. Uh, yeah, man, I was, uh, actually the earlier, today, I, I, I'm, I'm packing up right now. A bunch of boxes of old memorabilia and stuff. And I kind of, uh, Remember the fondness I had for the excitement around uh, the, the X-Men Fox franchise when it started off and uh, the first movie, you know, I mean for being what it was it, it wasn't bad I mean it wasn't you know, it wasn't Joss Whedon's Avengers. It wasn't uh, even uh, You know uh, guns guardians of the galaxy. It wasn't visually What it could have been um, But it definitely set the precedent for a franchise that just hit 20 years uh, before it's, you know, finally changing hands over to Disney. So, um, I don't want to ramble too much about this. I just want to say that, you know, there, there were definitely, uh, some magical moments in that franchise. uh, the white house, uh, yeah. sentinels was know around for the first time. Uh, it had a lot of potential and, uh, yeah, I'm an X Men fan, so I'm just gonna go with that.
0: Okay, Alex, you cut out a little bit on the last thing right before you said the potential. Uh, what had a lot of potential? What was the thing that had a lot of potential?
2: No, I mean the whole franchise. Oh, the whole franchise. I oh, mean, the whole franchise. Had, okay. Yeah. It just, I mean, it it had its hits and misses, but. I'm right.
0: just... Now you might you might not know this because I'm gonna put you on the spot, but just like literally, I don't want I don't like the phrase "gun to your head," but like just on the spot, do you have a favorite? x-men movie out of that fox franchise just one that like really stands out to you uh
2: yeah for me it was uh, days of future past um yeah. just i love that one too it was the one It well it, of the because i mean the uh the, the fox x-men franchise kind of has like uh, trilogies almost there was like the original you know trilogy mm-hmm. and then there was the prequels and there was the sequels and you know and, and it, it kind of a less heralded star wars basically and uh, Days of Future Past to me is kind of like uh, Force Awakens in that it's the old and the new, and somehow they're tying it all together into a big, shiny package. And uh, you could still see that there were some decent performances in it. Uh, you know, Fastbender and Lawrence weren't phoning it in at that point. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think that was the high point. Before, before you got I, to Deadpool, it was the most fun. Yeah.
0: Excellent. Have excellent pick. Chris, uh, And thoughts? No, yeah, totally yeah. They are all connected. That's the that's a kicker, right? They're all yeah. connected. <laughs> and you get Deadpool out of that too, so that's always that's a good time. You get you Logan. You also, I mean,
2: also get Dark Phoenix out of that too, so
0: <laughs> you get it twice, technically. So but
2: you don't have to
0: watch those. I mean you just you get them. You have access to them. Okay, well moving on to the third category, which is the soundtrack category. Let me tell you that uh, I am so pleased to have the first pick in this in this particular category. I, I don't know that it is quite as important as the movie franchise category, but for me, there is one very obvious. This is a LeBron James. This is a uh, Zion Williamson. Uh, a ve- uh, you know type selection available at the top of this category. And I am locked in. I don't think this is gonna surprise anybody. It's the Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume One Deluxe Soundtrack, which has like all of the 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 mixtape songs and the Tyler Bates musical score, which is really great too. Oh,
2: you dipped. Uh, you double dipped.
0: <laughs> it's one. I have it on vinyl. It's one thing. You,
2: it's if you had to go to discogs to get it, and you couldn't get it. No, to go to discogs.
0: <laughs> it's one soundtrack. It's at Barnes and Noble if you want it. It's it's one thing that you can buy that has it. What it has is the way it works. Is it has like the uh, Tyler Bates score, like one or two tracks, and then like the music,
2: no, and then the pick. score. That, that is a solid number one pick.
0: Um, I will say that I I did briefly consider Scott Pilgrim versus the World
3: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: in this category because that that is also just a banger of a soundtrack. Beck wrote every song on that soundtrack.
1: Well, except for like you know under your thumb. Well,
0: right, except for the except for the songs that aren't originally that are that are not original songs like that are you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah you're right. Um, but I am I'm happy with my pick. Um, So, let's see who's next in this category. Alex, you have the second pick in this category.
2: Okay, so I should probably start off by saying, like, uh, movies, soundtracks is kind of, like, my favorite thing to collect, or was my favorite thing to collect back when physical media was still a a thing. (laughs) Um, I have, you know, cassettes, you know, for all, just about every decent movie that came out in the 90s. Um, So, like, I've always really loved uh The whole idea of a bunch of songs adding to the atmosphere of any film. Uh, So this – of course this category is greatly uh, reduced since we're focusing on comic book movies. But there are – there's some bangers out there and you got a good one with Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean I used half that soundtrack in my wedding um, just for the dinner parties and stuff. uh, But – which brings me to my, uh, my second pick, which was another, uh, album that, that I used a ton of music for on, uh, the, the best night of my life. And that is the, uh, Watchmen soundtrack. Uh, oh.
1: and- sound a bit late on that one.
2: Oh, yes. So, um, <laughs> so I mean, the, the I mean, it's, yeah, it's mostly catalog songs. Uh, there you do get that really awesome of, uh desolation row by my chemical romance at the end. But other than that, I mean, you're looking at Bob Dylan's staple song and, you know, you got the, you know, the sound of silence, which is a song that's been beaten into the ground by, by <laughs> about every shitty new metal artist out there. Um, <laughs> but, uh, for what it was, I mean, I know Zack Snyder gets a lot of crap for, uh, you know, his stylist, uh, you know, sort of way of making films. But to me, Watchmen was like the first comic book movie that probably, should have been nominated for Best Picture. Uh, I hold that film in really high regard, even uh, with its deviation from from the source material. And a lot of it I give to the, uh, not just the visual aspect, but also uh, the musical selections. So um, I do have another, uh, I I almost picked another one, but I want to see what Chris's selection is before uh, we can come back and wrap this title up.
0: Okay. Chris, are you locked in with your third pick in the soundtrack category?
2: Yeah, uh, I was. I think I still am.
0: It's just
1: that Alex made a pick that um, I'm going to have to circle back. But, uh, yeah. Oh, I think I do. Yeah. I'm I locked in think I do right now. Thinking. I'm locked in. I'm still locked in. Okay. Uh, the third and final pick of the soundtrack round of the Social Distancing Draft 2020, I'm going to take Black Panther. Oh, what a good pick. I mean, Kung Fu Kenny... Help produce the entire album. Uh, you got your Khalid on there. You got uh, Future. You got Kendrick. You got uh, man. It doesn't stop. The only thing that threw this into any sort of doubt in my mind was when Alex said Watchmen. I'm like, oh fuck, I could I could take the Watchmen series soundtrack.
0: Yeah, the well, HBO series with Trent Reznor and Atticus soundtrack. Ross. Uh,
1: I I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm gonna second guess myself on this one. Black Panther, I'm sticking with it. But that would be a. No, that's a, that's a contender for my number one pick.
2: That's a good pick yeah. too, man. That's I mean, man, that yeah, that soundtrack like matched up to the hype of the movie, and that movie was phenomenon, and you know the music was just as good. So yeah, I
0: love that soundtrack. Man, I listened to that soundtrack for like a month straight. That's <laughs> great. Wow, great picks, great picks in that category. Let's move on to the fourth category, which is the uh, it's a graphic novel, but it could be graphic novel trade paperback category. Uh, in in the graphic novel trade paperback category, Alex, you have the first pick. Are you locked in?
2: I am locked in, yes. I, I'm about to start sounding a little fanboyish here with my uh, consecutive picks here, but if you're Alex? I got a phone did
0: we, lose, did we lose Alex? There he is.
2: Okay, sorry, I got a I got a phone call. Um, uh no, uh, I'm going with uh, if, if you're going to be you know stuck indoors, mandatory quarantine, and you have one graphic novel to read, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you got to go with the Bible. And I don't you, I don't mean the King James. I'm talking about the uh, the King Moore. Uh, you got to <laughs> you, you've got to go with Watchmen. Uh, it is the most overhyped and accurately hyped uh, graphic novel ever written and it changed my life the first time I read it. So Mm -hmm. for anybody out there who's uh, watched the TV show or seen the movie but hasn't read uh, the graphic novel, that is definitely uh, something you should check off of your bucket list.
0: Great pick. And it's actually, we'll circle back to that uh, in the next uh, segment of the show, but not surprised. I figured somebody actually was going to end up picking that. Uh, Looks like I have the second pick in the graphic novel slash trade paperback category, and I am locked in. So, I might surprise people with this pick. I suspect that most anyone that knows me is going to think I'm going to pick a Spider-Man-related thing here. Mm. Uh, Whether it's, it's Rain, which is kind of like a Dark Knight Returns spin on spider-man or uh one that i very heavily considered was craven's last hunt
2: Mm, that's a good one
0: which is a really great story uh and then spider-verse which as a spider-man fan uh, also the uh, introduction of spider gwen overjoyed by that story and just what it is and what it does and the conceit of, of the narrative and everything that being said and I have said this on the show multiple times. I know I've said it to countless amounts of acquaintances and even strangers. The one graphic novel that really hooked me so hard in the last probably 15 years. or I can't exactly recall when it came out. I want to say it's it's about 15 years or so. So much so that after I finished reading it, I read it in one night. I went back and read it again. Mark Millar's Red Sun. That's my pick for a graphic novel. Uh, this thing is fantastic. It covers a long period of dc comics history you have appearances by wonder woman batman and green lantern mm. in ways you've never seen them before um the friendship and rivalry of lex luther and superman is paramount in the story it's truly engaging and it even has a twist that is pretty delightful I uh, was really blown away when I read it the first time, and I've probably read it eight or ten times since then. Wow. So that's my pick in this category. Chris, uh, you have the third pick. Mm-hmm. Are you locked in? Yeah, I am. I am going to wholeheartedly
1: jump and hitch onto the train that Alex has started, and I'm going to select another more title. Uh, v for Vendetta is Yes sir. Yes, sir. Because, yeah, I mean, talk about, like, encyclopedic-type graphic novels that you could read, right? Uh, I-, I love the graphic novel. I love the movie. Uh, shout out to Likowski's, Um But, yeah, it- it's, you, can, you can just read that and reread it because you somehow find something new every time. Uh, it's just a great, great piece of work.
0: I had that one on my board as well. I didn't put Watchmen because I really just assumed somebody else was going to pick it. <laughs> Viven Viven it was definitely on my board. It's an absolute must-read. Um, actually, man, I really w- <laughs> I meant to put this category last, actually, because it transitions into the other thing that we're gonna <laughs> do later. But, but that's fine. Um, all right, for the final category in the Social Distancing 2020 okay. draft, we're really gonna do. We've got. We're really gonna do this. Mm-hmm. Toilet paper it's apparently so paramount and important in our world for some reason so we couldn't ignore it Uh, Chris you have the vaulted number one selection in this category are you locked in? yeah I think I am okay man I was just going to go with my regular
1: degular one that I got um, but if I if I got the first one, I might as well go for the top, right? Uh, I'm gonna take Cottonelle Ultra Gentle Gear, the green one. Oh, nice. <laughs> I mean, god damn it, <laughs> that you actually have to think like, what's a nice toilet paper? I don't usually get that one, but if I could, uh, yeah, <laughs> I go for that one. Why don't I get that? I don't get it now. You know you, know, you can't get it, but I, I guess I don't like myself. So I kind of just it yeah. people. Yeah, do you not like yourself
0: is a good question. <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny. Um, a long time ago, I adopted this philosophy of as long as you are within your means, you can't spend enough money on a bed that you want that is the things you want, shoes that are what you want, in terms of style and and comfort car because you spend so much time in your car and toilet paper i honestly believe that you gotta you gotta treat yourself (laughs) by throwing those few extra dollars and getting the toilet paper treat yourself yourself that, that is comfortable and is comfortable for you as possible yeah uh, so I am all for that uh, pick. I've never tried that one before, but I, you know, once things get settled down and oh, toilet it, paper becomes a normal thing that you can find yeah. in the store, I'm going to try it out.
1: It, it's got aloe. It's got vitamin E.
2: we we only spent way too much time on this topic, in my No, 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 no,
0: not enough time. Not enough time. All right, I have the second pick in this in this category, and I am locked in. Oh with the second pick in the social distancing 2020 draft toilet paper category (laughs) i select Charmin ultra soft i mean what a quality toilet paper product it's it's very soft it doesn't have aloe i don't think but it's durable it's not so big that it doesn't fit like correctly on the roll so it gets like stuck when you're trying to pull it.
2: I think I uh, seen... on the roll. I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> um <laughs> uh
0: I it's been my brand of choice for a very very long time. And uh, yeah, I always go with the Charmin Ultra when and where I can. And so Alex, with the third pick, are you locked in?
2: I mean, I guess yes.
0: <laughs> uh, I love how sad
2: he sounds. <laughs> All right. All right, so uh, for first off, if I was going to be picking a toilet paper, uh, I mean, Charmin Ultrasoft is pretty much the way to go. Cottonelle is also a very uh, solid pick. Um, I'm going to think outside the box here, though,
3: Uh-oh. and
2: uh, I, I, I'm actually going to go with uh, Terrible Comics. Ter- terrible Comics. <laughs> and, uh, just to bring it full circle back to you know some relevance for the issue. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I, I recommend uh, Warriors of Plasm, number one. Oh, my
0: God. Uh, yeah. Ryan. Let the me know if anybody needs that, by the way.
2: Got uh, it. Ryan the Future Force, number nine. Uh, Magnus oh Robot Fighter, 25. Might hurt because of the chromium silver cover, but, you know. <laughs> uh, is, I'm just saying these are alternatives that are out there, and if I was a comic shop owner and the grocery store next to me was out of toilet paper, I would be pushing these out front and selling them as <laughs> Two ply polybagged, you know. Alternate. <laughs> God help you. God oh man, it. what
0: a great answer! Okay, before we move on to key issues, I, I'm just gonna run down really quick everyone's choices. Okay, I've got everyone's kind of teams, so to speak. Mm. So, so Alex has Wolf, Chili, X Men, Fox franchise, Watchmen soundtrack watchman the movie no i'm sorry watchman graphic novel and terrible comics for his toilet paper solid paper. i have rice captain america franchise guardians of the galaxy volume one deluxe edition red sun for my graphic novel and Charmin ultra soft toilet paper mm. chris you have honey avengers franchise Black Panther soundtrack, Viva Vendetta as your graphic novel, and Cottonelle Ultra Gentle mm. for your toilet paper. So, what's the waiver wire situation? Can I make any trades? <laughs> yeah, you know, I man, I I might trade rice. If somebody wants rice, I might be willing to trade rice. I don't know. I kind of want honey. I don't know. Honey is a great choice. I'm, I'm kind of thinking about Um,. <laughs> That concludes our social distancing 2020 draft. I hope you listeners enjoyed this. We might bring this back as like a different thing that's more comic-centric, where we do like maybe best Avengers or best you know Justice League or something, something. We'll definitely probably because this was pretty fun actually, Uh, and maybe we'll even get some more participants in the future. But with that. Uh, by the way, just real quick before we get to the key issues. Guys, are you happy with your teams? Do you do you like where you ended up?
2: Chris, you go ahead and go first.
0: Oh, I'm I'm perfectly happy, yeah.
1: Uh, I think I had a, a flyer kind of nobody was thinking about with Honey. Uh,
0: I'm still liking that pick. And then, yeah, I think I'm set with the Avengers. Yeah, Avengers is such a solid pick. I mean, I think out of everything that was there, I think Avengers was the most no-brainer <laughs> pick possible. Chris, uh, or Alex, how do you feel about your team?
2: Uh, I'm not happy about wiping my ass with comic books, but, uh, you know, (laughs) (laughs) my pick, you know, so, I I mean, Angel Soft in a pinch, you know.
0: (laughs) You know (laughs) what, it's funny you say Angel Soft, because, like, I'm not even joking, I can show you this later. In my, on my, like, board, quote-unquote, it's just a a word doc, I literally have, for toilet paper, my, uh, my board is Charmin Ultra Soft, And then my second pick is literally anything other than Angel Soft.
2: Wow, come on, man. Because,
0: (laughs) and this is why, this is why. It's not a shot at you. This is who we are,
2: apparently.
0: Angel Soft gives me a rash. I get a rash with Angel Soft, and I don't know why. So, I just stay away from it. Yeah. And everybody else knows that, too.
2: This is what our lives have become. We're we're drawing up a draft board with toilet paper on it, so...
0: Uh all right, so now let's go ahead and move on to Um actually before we do key issues No let's do key issues and then we'll do uh Big Wheel. I got one for Big Wheel, I think it's obvious. But let's go ahead and move on to the key issues segment of our podcast.
3: The real question is what are the Do we
0: do we still not have well is this supposed to be the uh supposed to be like uh hey, look at us Pulbra? Yeah, the Paul Rudd. Hey, look at this thing. We'll get there. We'll get it eventually. Um, so this this episode's key issues, what we wanted to do for all the listeners out there, we know uh, that you know not everybody is used to kind of staying indoors, being an introvert, working from home, all of the stuff that that entails. It is a diff- difficult transition for a lot of people, and we, we do totally understand that. And as we've said earlier, we're in unprecedented times. something we wanted to do to kind of help, um, with that situation is we, Chris and I decided to take five things comic related that you could read or watch while you are social distancing, uh, during 2020. Before I get to that though, we did pull a bunch of uh a few listeners some guests that we've had on the show before and and they gave us a few suggestions and i just wanted to kind of run through those real quick uh so that everyone can be aware um you know if you're if you're you might want to if you're listening to this you might want to get a pen and paper out or or maybe pause it and write things down and then or go back and listen to it if if we're going too fast um, but Victoria, so the cosplayer Victoria, who's been on our show before, she, she uh, cosplays as Captain Marvel. Uh, she was on her Captain Marvel review episode, I believe. Uh, I believe she's been on some of our Avengers episodes as well. She brought up a, a online comic, an online comic called Lore Olympus. Mm. Uh, which I had vaguely heard about previously, uh, I think in a YouTube video but it's by Rachel Smythe and it's at webtoons.com. And it's, it's a reimagining and retelling of the story and quote, you know, basically courtship of Hades and Persephone. Uh-oh. And it's, it's sort of told them with a modern twist to it. Uh, I, I did read a little bit of it. It is online. The art is really great. The, the, it's a very relationship heavy, but not like in a saccharine way. Uh, it's a great, great choice. So, everyone check that out again. It's at webtoons.com. Lore Olympus. We, from Aaron, uh, who is a cosplayer as well, his his cosplay name is Spidey Woo. And um, we hope to have him on the show, on a future episode of the show. Very, very famous Instagram cosplay model. He, does a lot of spider-man mashups where he'll mash up like spider-man and attack on titan or spider-man and assassination classroom or spider-man and captain planet um i mean tons and tons and tons of mashups he uh as you probably can guess he recommended spider geddon for for those that haven't uh read it it's from uh christos gage and jorge molina and it builds kind of on the Spider-Verse crossover that happened a few years ago. Uh, but but centers a little bit more on Miles Morales. And uh, if you like Spider-Man or any Spider-Man related characters, it's probably something you want to give a spin. Uh, Nicole, who we definitely have had on the show before, uh, creator of the Alexandria Archives podcast. And um, just all around cool, cool kid. She really recommends Lock and Key. Both the Netflix show and the comic book uh, by Joe Hill and Gabriel Rodriguez. Uh, she had this. She said, considering the uh, recommend recommendation to stay housebound, it's a good fit since so much of the plot centers around the house itself. Hmm. So kind of like you know, kind of fits the theme. Uh, Libby, okay, for listeners that might not know, is my girlfriend, but also a super huge comic nerd. Uh, She's an artist that does comic and nerd themed clay creations. Uh, She recommended uh, a manga series called Maid Sama by Hiro uh, Fujiwara. She says it's it's very lighthearted and fun. It centers around a character named Masaki who becomes the first female student council president at her school. Uh, generally that she's feared and sort of seen as a kind of like a dictator, um, by, by the boys of the school. But it turns out she also secretly works as a maid in a maid cafe uh-huh. to help her family. Um, and then one of the boys discovers that. And so it kind of hijinks ensue. I did, uh, read a little synopsis of the show. It seems really fun. It's also an anime, which is streaming on Hulu. So... That's a twofer. You can either read the manga, or you can watch it streaming on Hulu. Chris, uh, Chris Rizzo, he's the proprietor of Invincible Comics and more on Facebook. It's a online uh, sort of comic store, and uh, I don't know, Chris, how would you describe it? Like a uh, like a forum essentially on Facebook for comics and comic related items. Yeah uh chris or alex i think you'll uh you'll be happy to to hear this he recommends the walking dead robert kirkman yeah like the comic the TV great. <laughs> uh he recommends the the tv show he says it's very bingeable it's on netflix like most of it is on netflix so you can binge a lot of it there's a ton ton of characters to follow and get invested into and the comic is just a roller coaster uh which is true Alex, you'll know this guy, James, uh, your brother, who's a comedian and has also been on our show. Uh, and this kind of gets back to your answer. It's funny that what you said, Alex, because James, for his pick, was Watchmen.
3: No.
0: Cool. <laughs> he picks Watchmen by Alan Moore. It's a good pick. And says it, it deals with a lot of themes of isolation, which is more pertinent now than ever. Um, lastly marcus rocco who we've also had this sh- on the show he's a cartoonist and artist um he recommends calvin and Hobbes, and it says you can go to GoComics.com, which is a resource that has his comic strips from the first one to the very last strip published it's totally free and has a ton of other comic strips that you can read but you know he's he recommends Calvin and Hobbes specifically because in a time of stress and panic we need wisdom we need creativity and comfort and Calvin and Hobbes doles all of those out uh in ample
2: amounts the most so comic strips ever
0: mm-hmm. he's amazing yeah Calvin and Hobbes is great so all of those choices are great uh Alex uh we did reach out to you before uh you were able to come on to the show and we're happy to have you but you said why the last man? Uh, Chris and I are both very familiar with Brian K. Vaughn. Why, why, why the last man for you?
2: Uh, it's always been uh, just a really uh, like easy read for me. I mean, I'm always, I, I'm, I'm one of those uh, quintessential uh, '90s kids. You know, doom, doom and gloom uh, kind of stuff is my my uh, just what I turn to for entertainment. You know, I, I love uh, you know things about apocalypse scenarios and. You know, uh, so basically, we're living in a really uh, creative, creatively. Um, uh, there, there's a lot of that stuff out now. Uh, I guess I'm, I'm at loss, but I mean, you you can find uh, just about any doomsday scenario on Netflix or uh, Hulu nowadays, and definitely at your local uh, comic shop. So, uh, why last man? I mean, uh, when it hit the stands uh, twenty years ago, I mean. We were, uh, you know, things weren't so bleak, I guess, back then. Uh, I, be- yeah. I believe Why the Last Man started a publication right after 9-11. Um, I want to say it was 2002 was when that series started. And, uh, you know, just for the time that it came out, it seemed very, uh, it seemed almost like escapism. But at the same time, it seemed like this was a plausible scenario. and. Right. You flash forward to, uh, you know, 18 years later and the television show has been in development hell for the last six or seven years. Everyone says it needs to be seen, but it just hasn't gotten off the ground yet. And now you look at, like, what's happening in the world right now and we're, you know, quarantining ourselves. Uh, You know, I mean, I think you you made the mention last night in the conversation that wouldn't it be crazy if, like, COVID-19 had only affected males or females? Like, how much more (laughs) insane the world would be? in that scenario and that's kind of what uh, i love about why last man i'm sure you guys have read it too you know it just basically you know gives you a glimpse of what the world would be like
3: mm-hmm.
2: when it's run by women and uh it's surprisingly not much better so <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah and that, i mean <laughs> that's what you know it is kind of interesting uh and i don't think that's like a shot that brian kvon is necessarily trying to make i think he's his whole thing is that Humanity at its core is problematic in a lot of ways, regardless of gender or whatever. But it is interesting kind of now thinking post the Me Too movement, post you know Hillary Clinton being a, a Democratic nominee for the president uh, four years ago kind of thing. How women are so much more visible now and, and hold more power. It'd be interesting to, to see what that story like. Let's say you kept the same premise. I wonder how much different the story might be, uh, for better or worse. I, I don't know. I just think it would be different. But, yeah, I completely agree why The Last Man is fantastic. It also has uh, top three probably most shocking comic book moments in my life in terms of things that I've read. <laughs>
2: which which you ruined for me, by the way. I was <laughs>
0: – Did I? Oh, because I yelled, right, because I screamed? You, like,
2: called me up or something. You're like, oh, my God. And I was like, dude, I haven't read it yet. What the hell? <laughs>
0: <laughs> did i ruin it for you let's not let's not but I, ju- I just said oh my god something ha- i didn't tell you what happened
2: yeah no, I, I put two and two together um yeah uh, but no that is it is uh definitely something that i would love to see uh adapted but i think you might be onto to something there that rather than doing a straight adaptation of the uh of the graphic novel just take the premise of that and apply it to the modern day world like i think yeah. that would be visually uh more and more i think that would be more involving for uh, for people to watch
0: yeah and actually you know and i i uh, i won't say that we apologize but we it would be great if we could have a a female voice uh, in this instance uh off of why the last man and the idea of like bringing the show bringing that to like a maybe a limited series and maybe how they might perceive it, you know, because I think that's obviously very important. So maybe we can get that in a future episode. Yeah, we know. Circle back. We to
2: know this. lots of girls. Let's get them on the on the podcast.
0: We do, we do. You know, it's it's we we do try to bring uh, a lot of female voices on here. Um, it's a lot of just scheduling problems is mostly the problem, but we will definitely work to get more diverse voices on the podcast. Uh, of course, we also need some just you know cisgendered white men. 'Cause there's they don't have enough <laughs> platforms to say stuff on. Um all right, Chris, you and I we uh we originally in, um envisioned this key issue uh so we each picked five things that we wanted to give the listeners um we wanted to kind of uh I don't know like expose is not the right expose word, but awesome. make them aware. <laughs> make them aware of these things. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first?
1: That Who talks work. first? You that's talk weird. first? <laughs> Uh, I can go uh, first, and give one of them uh, Because I think it's, okay. it's going <laughs> to not really fit the mold, I think uh, okay. But yeah, uh, the first one I have is um, The Adventure Zone This is a podcast <laughs> that is also now a graphic novel uh, It's the McElroy brothers uh, They have a, you know, My Brother, My Brother and Me That's one of their podcasts uh, Oh yeah, yeah, I know those the guys Adventure that's Zone them. is another podcast that's kind of an offshoot It's them playing D&D together with their dad And uh, I think the youngest brother he's a dungeon master, and they don't really understand the rules, but they have a good time. And uh, so there's a lot of content there for you to like. If you you can check out the graphic novel, which is available online, um, and you can download it. And uh, and if you like it, I mean, please listen to the podcast because there's hours and hours of content there. Uh, So if we're trapped in our own kind of like left our own devices, that's a really good outlet for kind of like escaping them.
0: Yeah, I mean, definitely, because it's, it's so wide. That net is so wide with fantasy, right? And, and creativity. Uh, I've heard of that. I've heard of. I've definitely heard of those guys. I've listened to My Brother, My Brother, and Me uh, a few episodes. They are very funny. And I'd meant to listen to the, uh, the Adventure Zone podcast at some point. And I just think I just forgot it's about kinda it. It's kind of daunting when you start,
1: <laughs> it's a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um... All right, well, my my uh, first thing that I have here, they have him in no particular order, but it's, again, a little off, a little off path a bit as well, but I was trying to pick things that hopefully people weren't super aware of. Again, you, this is why I don't pick, like, Watchmen here. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, like, I mean, yeah, definitely if you haven't read it, read it. it? But I, I just... Every
2: pick I've said tonight being Watchmen. I mean, I would have picked Watchmen. No, no, no.
0: No, I mean, you were in the draft, so... <laughs> And, 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 and that that was for you personally. So I think those are... I mean, in those are in as much as attack. that it was a personal attack? In as much as it was a personal attack and you're a terrible person. I'm just kidding. That's obviously not true. I'm just um,
2: I was kidding. Let's move on.
0: I know. We're all well, kidding too. We're all kidding. Um, my, the, my first uh, mention here is Pet Shop of Horrors. The Pet Shop of Horrors is a manga by Matsuri Akino, and it's basically like a slightly more horror tinged Twilight Zone. Um,
2: I've never heard of it, but that sounds intriguing.
0: It's a manga series. They also did release one animated. Um, what are those called, Chris? OVAs? OAVs? Yeah, both are in use, so OAV. OAV. Um, and that's pretty good. The, the extra features on it are pretty hilarious because they actually get the voice actors to just kind of. Fuck around on the commentaries, and they're they're pretty funny. Um, but the the manga itself is really good. It's it's got some really cool stories and little tales and kind of twists and morality tales. Very kind of Black Mirror esque stuff. Mm. Uh, I I really do recommend it for listeners out there that want to try something a little different. Pet Shop of Horrors. Chris, what do you got next?
1: Uh, the next thing I have is uh, Doctor McNinja Ninja. Okay. So this is a webcomic uh, by Christopher Hastings, who now does like um, he did the unstoppable Gwenpool, and I think yeah. he now is on is on Valiant. He's doing like Quantum and Woody. Uh, yeah, he does
0: do Quantum and Woody. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah,
1: yeah. He he started with this Doctor Ninja. He drew it all himself. It is uh, just what it sounds like. It is a doctor who's also an Irish ninja for some reason. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if, if, I mean, if you um, if you have sort of like a slanted kind of sense of. Uh, humor then i guess you'll find this hilarious I, I fucking do um yeah it's great it's uh it's kind of like think of like scrubs meets like uh kung fu hustle and oh man that is
0: so up my alley
1: yeah and that's still uh, online he's... uh it, it finished its run um because he went on to go paid work but it's drmc
0: ninja.com okay awesome my next pick uh and by the way Alex if you if any of these are recognizable to you and you want to jump in feel free. Uh Questionable Content which is also a web comic. It's uh it's a bit of a slice of life it's, uh, uh, about a guy who uh becomes friends with the barista at a coffee shop and kind of their relationship and their friends. Uh it can be found at questionablecontent.net. It's very progressive. Um there are transgendered characters in the in the comic that appear. Um, I mean, I want to say probably five, at least five years ago. It's been going on for quite a while. Uh, it there's it's sort of this weird warped modern reality because they have what are essentially iPods, but they're robots hmm. and they're anthropomorphized. Um, so it's pretty. It's really good. It's it's. It's available on questionablecontent.net free. You can you can read it there. It's by Jeff Jocks, uh, by the way. So yep, that's what I got. What do you got next, Chris?
1: Uh, I have uh, Runaways, of course. Uh, <laughs> I
0: Had to sneak this one
1: in. Uh, yeah, the most recent seri- most recent iteration uh, came back with uh, Rainbow Rowell and Chris Anka um, behind mm-hmm. it. So that is kind of like Chris Anka. His, his art style is very kind of fluid. And I think it, because he's, like, from animation, he has that background. And so everything you can pretty much see, visualize is, like, uh, as being keyframes, right? So all the action just kind of flows effortlessly on the page. Uh, and the story is great. I like, I've loved the characters for a long time. It, and there's a counterpart because there's a Hulu series for Runaways, which is okay. It started <laughs> it's off pretty good. but then. Uh, oh, fancy girl. Yeah. yeah, man, she was pretty fancy uh so <laughs> it amazing. did take a slide in the second season i think i haven't finished the third so that's one that's like personally i'm gonna do that because i know it's out there i it's been out there since like december or something right uh yeah so I'm, i gotta finish that one for myself
0: and also alex i was just thinking as we're getting through these last few uh selections that we made if you have any others that come to your mind on the back end uh we'll get back to you
2: I um, think this is be our yeah gonna be your your longest episode ever, and I think people are overloaded with information at this point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's a lot. Uh, actually, no, not the longest episode by like not even not even an hour.
2: <laughs> Honey, Ronnie, this thing has it all, man. This is like the most jam-packed <laughs> episode ever. I've yeah, I, I've, this listened is to, I've listened to probably half your episodes, dude, and I don't recall one that ever t- covered this many damn subjects. <laughs>
0: Oh, man, I don't know. Our Avengers recaps usually. God, I think that one was three hours. I oh, don't know. But I think we split, maybe split it into two episodes. Um, my next thing is the Star Wars radio drama, the BBC radio drama. Um, it's it's available on Google. If you just Google it, you can actually stream it straight from Google, which I didn't know. Um, I actually have this super unnecessarily expensive cd set and if i had known that google thing was available <laughs> i mean i might have just anyway uh highlight of this uh, uh mark hamill does um luke skywalker and uh uh he's not bro- anthony anthony daniels is there C 3 c3po <laughs> but my highlight my personal highlight is john lithgow is yoda
2: <laughs> what all right, you, so you should have led with that, by the way. That would have been like there's this Star Wars show with John Lithgow doing Yoda. I mean, that would have been I would have been in right, right off the bat.
0: So, yeah, and that's a, that's available for free on Google to stream. Uh, what do you got next?
1: Uh, I think I have Overwatch, uh, the comics, because there are comics. <laughs> uh, I, I play Overwatch heavy still. I'm probably one of the 15 people that do in the country. Um, But yeah, wait. Are people not playing it anymore? People people do play it, but uh, it's been a couple years, right? Uh, Yeah. But I still like it a lot, and I wish there was more story. But there is more story if you just go to the comics. Uh, Bengal he um, was at Animal City Comic Con about two or three years ago, and he did Mm -hmm. uh, like a a full run just on Anna. And um, yeah, yeah, I think he also has done like some Spider Gwen covers, right? Uh, Yes. So
0: yeah, that's comic book related. I can talk about Overwatch, right? You no, know, yeah, Overwatch has comics. That's a totally legit thing. I think they even have a trade, like a hardcover collection of. I yeah, think those they
1: comics. were free, like a Blizzard. Like you go to the oh. site. I think they were at some point. It uh, might still be. Mm. I haven't really checked.
0: Uh, hopefully, uh, free is good right now, especially. The next thing I've got is a sh- is a movie. It's a documentary on Hulu. It's called Batman and Bill. And it's about Bill Finger oh. and getting him getting the the justified notoriety for co-creating Batman it wasn't just Bob Kane uh it's a wonderfully done documentary that spotlights uh a a man who is for far too long not been given the correct uh credit and respect due to him and uh it's, it's very sad in some spots but it ultimately is very rewarding and fulfilling I I highly recommend it For those comic book fans out there that are maybe a little, maybe you're having a little bit of comic fatigue with like Marvel films or whatever, this is a totally different change of pace, but it's very, very well done, and it's on Hulu. That's Uh,
2: Chris. Yeah, that's that's a good story too. I remember when the uh, the Tim Burton Batman movie came out, and uh, you know Bob Kane was everywhere. That was the first time I saw like people like kind of getting angry. Because I mean, that was like the peak of Batman's popularity. Probably that was that '89 mm-hmm. movie when it was just the mm-hmm. cultural touchstone of the, for America. And uh, yeah, everyone was like, uh, you know, Bill Finger, the story about Bill Finger. And then you know, I read up on that, me being like 12 years old. And uh, yeah, I was, I was like, dude, why isn't this guy more famous? Like, I've known the name Bob Kane since you know the '60s uh, Batman show uh, was you right. know uh, the first time I saw that. So yeah, definitely something I would want to check out. That sounds cool.
0: All right, Chris, what do you got next? Uh, my last thing, I think my last
1: thing, right, uh, mm-hmm. is uh, BKV. Uh, shout out. Uh, we stand on guard. Uh, oh, right. It's where Canada gets invaded by America because we don't have any water anymore. And then Canada has to uh, oh, fight against
0: American mechs and shit. Uh, yeah, it's great. I, I like it a lot. That sounds awesome. Is this... Is this just a future story? Yeah, no, no, <laughs> like... this
1: is I, I, I'm I'm trying to think like I'm trying to future cast, right? This is what's going to happen in about 30 years.
0: Uh so <laughs> I'm trying to read yeah. up and try to get get ready. Get ready know what to do. That's a good one. I remember you telling me about that was that Alex? That's
2: at 30 months at this rate.
0: Ugh, <laughs> oh, yeah, jeez. I uh, I remember you telling me about that that comic, and I was like, oh, that sounds really interesting. I want
2: to. Oh, if I can add I something real that. quick while we're on yeah. the BKV stuff. Uh, for anybody who hasn't read Saga, uh, oh, yeah, I mean Saga. I mean, I'm sure most of your listeners are uh, you know familiar with that. It's like the second or third best selling independent book of the last like six or seven years. Uh, yeah, man, just that th- that's all. Just Saga. Read it. It's uh, still on hiatus. I believe they're getting ready to bring it back. It's been on, they took those periodic breaks after every uh, story arc uh, to kind of refresh and recharge for the next storyline. Mm. And it's been on hiatus for over a year now, I think. Uh, but the plan is still to continue it. So uh, if you have not read it, now is the time to catch up before it starts up. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Saga. Saga is great. Uh, last one for me is a book by Skybound slash Image. Comic
2: called finally Excellence from. <laughs> what was that? I thought, sorry, I to, I totally talked over you, but I was like, you finally came around to Walking Dead, and then you were like, oh. <laughs> like, no. <clears throat>
0: um. Yeah, it's a comic called Excellence. It's by Brandon Thomas. Uh, I've actually had the the fortunate pleasure to write reviews about this book for popcultureandcomics.com com, and. Uh, it's just a great book that, that is doing some very different things that you don't see in a lot of quote-unquote superhero-style type books. It almost reminds me of, like, the beginning of Invincible and kind of how different that was. Um, it's got some very cultural tones to it that are very uh, just different, but you're not beat over the head with it. Uh, and it's got a little bit of, like, wizard wizardry and magic in it as well beautifully written, and wonderfully drawn. It's It's been one of my favorite comic books over the last uh, year or so. And that's uh, that's our recommendation list. Alex, I know you said that you felt like this was kind of too filled already. Do you have one more in you that you want to throw out there for the listeners?
2: Uh, have I said Watchmen yet tonight?
0: <laughs> I'd never heard of it. What is uh,
3: what
0: Watchmen? Is that? Yeah, yeah it's, that, it's that comic where like you got to watch men because they're like sleazy, right? And you got you to gotta be Is careful. Is it the Harvey Weinstein Chronicles? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's golly. Oh, man. Maybe, maybe Weinstein should get the Big Wheel Winner of the Week. Uh, on that note, let's jump in to the Big Wheel Winner of the Week.
3: No. Hugo Graverland to give you five. Tell you oh my god Ugh, I, don't
0: like funnier, yeah. th- I don't know that there's a funnier I don't know there's a funnier thing in the world than that <laughs> uh, Alex do you happen to know who that is? no I do not that is that is one Jeremy Renner
3: so oh,
2: it's too, I tell you. oh Hawkeye
0: He's sicking his heart out. Um, The big win, uh, big wheel winner of the week is the coronavirus. (laughs) What the hell, man? Um, I mean, I guess now is a good time to catch up on some good reads and some good watches and, you know, maybe FaceTime with your friends and loved ones. Uh, Something that I've, noticed that seems to have been helping me at least and I think maybe hopefully the people that I talk to is I've been actually trying to call people more uh actually hear their voices having conversations it's a little better it's a little more personal than just texting or messaging even though you have you know you don't have gifts but uh I don't know it's just it's been helping me um as we're giving the the coronavirus the winner of the big wheel this week, Chris, what is uh, what's something that's been helping you in this in this unprecedented uh, awkward weird time? Uh,
1: I mean, it'd be irresponsible you see, irresponsible of me to say whiskey and naps, but uh-huh. kind what
0: kind of what's good. been helping? Good times, good good times. I'd not, not wrong. By the way, I'm almost out of Buffalo Trace, and I'm super sad about it. Um, Alex, what's something that's been um, if not comforting, just something that you feel has been helping you in these really strange times that we're in.
2: Uh, I mean, I have a lot of uh, friends that are in the service industry. As we, I'm sure we all do, uh, coming from that line of work, um, you know, it's kind of disheartening to see uh, how this is affecting so many people. And I mean, not just them, but mm-hmm. everybody who's, uh, you know, artists, you know, performance, you know, musicians, every everything. You know, I mean, and. Just, I mean, we're all in general, we're all kind of taking a hit right now. So, uh, what's kind of uh, cheering me up is seeing on social media uh, sort of like an outpouring of compassion. I know uh, social media is usually, uh, especially for the past, you know, with the political climate being what it has been uh, for so long, everyone's just usually, you know, hurling snowballs at each other uh, with rocks inside. And,. Uh, you actually see, you know, solutions being presented, you know, you see people that are willing to, hey, you need a, you need a sitter. Uh, Do you need me to, you know, drop food off for your kids? Can I, you know, know, just things like that, you know, Uh, people uh, recommending that you, you know, go out and support small businesses because uh, truthfully, you know, a lot of these businesses will not reopen their doors um, when this crisis is all said and done. So, you know, Target, Amazon, Walmart, Best Buy—they're—they're going to be fine. You know, McDonald's will be fine. Uh, you know, go go to your local faux shop. You know, faux, faux, faux whatever. Let's go get fucked up.
0: Yeah, get it, get it to go if you need to. Yeah. But yeah, I I totally second that sentiment. It's uh, it is very tough for a lot of people out there, and um, you know, we hope it's you know. Maybe it's not a lot, but we hope we're able to provide a little bit of a distraction, a little bit of entertainment for you guys and gals out there uh, this this week, and hopefully a lot of good recommendations. And if nothing else, go grab yourself some honey. (laughs) Because, man, that shit's important. Like, what a good pool.
2: This whole whole episode can be summed up by saying, uh, grab yourself some Watchmen, cover it in honey, put on that... put on that guardians of the galaxy soundtrack and then uh when the the mood is right when the mood is right it's time for that charmin ultra soft
0: (laughs) 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 oh my god all right well alex thank you so much for being our guest on this episode and participating in the draft um if if listeners want to get at you get in touch where's where should they find you like or is it do you want do you want to you're you don't have to but if you want to make yourself available on social media where can they find you
2: uh i mean i just you know i'm, I'm on facebook you know uh a l e x b o s q u e z that's it two words uh all right there's not many of us out there so uh yeah.
0: Find him. Uh, find him and ask him about thing sauce. Yeah. Uh, you, you
2: never want me on the show again. You know, by all means, you know, tell me that uh, I'm open to criticism and stuff. You know, send me a PM. <laughs> Get a slide in my DMs with uh, your experience with the thing sauce. And
3: uh,
0: man, that's that's a that's a Facebook group you should start. honestly. I I,
2: I, I <laughs> do that by myself. I, nobody else. <laughs> oh man, um, one guy from Wisconsin in the group. <laughs>
0: Do, we, we do really do appreciate you coming on though, and making the time and participating in our Social Distancing 2020 draft. Um, thank you so much. It was a pleasure. With that note, this Fortress of Potitude is closed. We love you, 3000. See 000. you in a minute. Stay safe, everyone. Stay safe.